She has to be stopped. I don't want my friends getting hurt. What is my exit plan? Rachel Swan from. I've looked at the name enough times. Every Thursday for about a year? It was the name on the liquor license posted outside Rocket. That's the club I'd frequent when I worked at Medino with Dave, Richo, Laney and Heidi. Gee, I haven't seen Heidi in weeks. She's still overseas. Germany, I think, now. Anyway, Rachel is a new client. Off the books, of course, since... There's that account freeze and audit and federal investigation going on. Um, I am submitting all my accounting details to the ATO for audit. That's the funny thing about them. They don't care about any other circumstance in your life. You have to file your taxes and comply with their audits. That's what they care about. Oh, it's easy enough since I always keep up to date with my taxes. It's just a little tricky sending the information without the police picking me up. I'm not an official suspect at this time, thanks to me being white male and without religious affiliation, but that could quickly change if my guardian got more involved. Which she would. Right, the job. Anyway. Rocket is haunted. It's crazy, I know. Rachel thinks it's the ghost of a girl that got stabbed years ago. I'll save the brief for the crew. I just wanted to take some notes now about knowing Rachel. Ah. I'm not so very organised, I just waffle. Haunted? Well, why not, I guess? It isn't like I haven't seen stranger stuff lately. That's tragic to hear, but I don't see how this is relevant to what we're doing. It isn't directly relevant to my guardian. However, I think it is relevant to our morale and valuable as a way to build our demon-busting brand. Brand? I get the morale aspect, but this isn't a marketing exercise. It's a demon-killing mission. Yeah, what do you mean by brand? Hmm, okay. I I haven't had to explain this out loud before, so... I don't mean brand in the purely marketing sense. I mean, do you accept that all things are in some way connected? That the universe, as a system, has no discontinuous segments... By that I mean, for example, it is mathematically possible to relate, through a series of equations, any two points or events. The more distance they are in terms of causal domain, the more layers of equation required to connect them, but connected they are. Check out the brain on this one. Casual domain. But I think you're, like, talking about the butterfly effect, yeah? Yeah, that's the term. A butterfly flaps its wings in Brazil and a hurricane hits Japan. It isn't a direct causation but a chain of related events. Everything is connected. We exist as a field that extends to infinity, becoming progressively weaker the more distant. Probably an inverse cube relationship. Anyway, our brand is how we present as a collective to this web of connection. Our brand, our existence as a team, is not just carried by us personally, but by every person we interact with. They form an image of who we are, and what we do, and from that, they feel they know what we want and need. These people we connect with also project our brand in their interactions. That extends our influence. Our job 
is to curate our interactions with others so as to impart the image we will find most useful. If Rachel believes we are helpful and able, then those are qualities that will project further than we can personally reach. It means we gain intangible benefits simply by being known for our brand. Okay, I believe, firstly, I underestimated your understanding of cosmology, and secondly, I think I see what you are talking about. Having goodwill in the public will not go astray. Just tell us about the ghost and the haunting. Right, yeah, okay, well, five years ago, this gangster walks into Rocket, goes straight up to some guy at the bar and starts yelling at him, threatening him. Gail Chimay stepped in. She was the girlfriend of the guy being threatened. She tried to defuse the situation and calm the gangster down. Well, it turns out she stepped in at the very worst moment. The gangster had pulled a knife and was about to stab the guy at the bar. Gail took the knife instead. She was obviously unhappy about that and went down swearing black and blue. The gangster is in prison now for murder. That's harsh. Gail dying, not the prison bit. Well, it appears Gail blames Rachel for not providing appropriate security. It isn't Gail. Okay, Gail's ghost. No, I think for all your earlier philosophizing, you've missed what Beatrice is saying. Ah, what do you mean? Gail died and is gone. What is left is not a thinking thing. It isn't her soul or her mind left over. I don't know what it is, but it is more like she damaged some part of the local space with her death. She left an imprint. That's a good explanation. But sometimes things we call ghosts are the disembodied spirits of the departed. I agree it doesn't sound like it in this case. The spirit can live on. Not like you'd like it to. Is there another book I can read about spirits and ghosts? It seems I'm the only one not understanding. All the spirit world books are a bit hard to digest. They tend to come across like acid trips. Just stream of consciousness. Oh, interesting. So back to this haunting. Anyway, Gail's afterimage, if that's what it is, is getting louder and harder to ignore. It started as the occasional bar fight, always started by some girl who just isn't there any longer than needed to get a fight going. But things have intensified lately. The fights still happen, but now Rachel herself is being haunted. She'll wake up to Gail standing over her screaming, pouring blood out of her chest. She didn't go and see a doc about it? I'd have thought I was going nutso. Oh, she was going to, but she happened to mention it online and a friend of her sister got in touch. This friend of a friend was none other than Helena, the project manager from the Redfern project we cleared of gnomes. I still think that's a funny name for some serious critters. So, Rachel was put onto Exit Plan, which Helena knew operated out of Perth, and now I'm telling you about it. We need to cleanse the rocket. It isn't really Gale, there isn't an actual spirit there. The fabric of what makes up the world is disturbed and imprinted. We'll have to... Wash it clean and smooth it out. Wash the world fabric. And then iron it. Can't be too hard, can it? Burn some sage and walk about. How is the ghost appearing at Rachel's house to stand over her bed? I hope you're not asking me. But if I had to guess based on what you've said, then Rachel was there. She's a part of the story. This damage you speak of must be something Rachel carries with her. She'll have to be part of the cleanse. We'll need frankincense. 
sage, prayer beads, a crucifix, Bible, candles, and salt. Does any of that stuff directly work, or is that all the things a person would believe is required to cleanse an area of a bad spirit? A bit of both. This place really isn't done any favours by having natural light. Seems so much more rock and roll at night with a crowd and a band playing. So, this is where poor Gail copped the knife in the guts. Might be imagining, but it feels colder here. You are imagining it in a manner of speaking. It is not physically cold there. It is your innate human sense of the wrong. Okay, our plan is simple. We've come to Rocket on a Tuesday morning. The place is... Well, it's hard to describe the sense of desolation and despair one feels in a nightclub during the day. What at night with dim lights and half a skinful looks cool and fun looks... grim and lonely in the hard light. The floor is slightly tacky, tacky carpet, and the parquetry dance floor and stage is stained and scratched. There's a general funk in the air, like... Spilled beer, sweat, and disinfectant. Rachel will be here soon. She let us in and then ducked out to run some errands while we set up. We're going to rig a legit-looking ceremony for cleansing. As I understand it, the ghost imprint can be ironed out by enough people actively working to do so. The frankincense, candles, religious symbols, and salt are fetishes. Yeah, tee-hee-hee. To help focus and channel our combined psychic energy, or and provide a means for magic to take effect. It would be easier to talk about this if I was raised and educated in a magical spiritual paradigm. I could use the, the key phrases and define terms with conviction. Oh well, I'll get to setting these candles out. Ah, Rachel is here. Over there, sit in that circle of salt. Sasha, pull the curtains down now. This is about to get intense, I think. Okay, this is spooky. It's not cold. Something is not right here. I, I think I hear something. You are forgiven, you are loved, you are free. Gale, there is peace and light waiting for you. How dramatic. Gale, we are not impressed and we do not fear you. I'm sorry you died, Gale, but it was not my fault. Nothing more can be accomplished. You, you are, are forgiven, forgiven. You, you, are are loved. Loved. you are free. You are free. 
You are forgiven. You are loved. You are free. Oh, it's gotten warmer. Maybe it's more accurate to say things have gotten less wrong. The blood that suddenly gushed out of it, well, everywhere is gone. I mean, it never was here, of course. Oh, geez, ghosts are strange. Don't imagine any of this would have turned up on camera and a thermometer would have shown no change in temperature. It was all psychosomatic. It was a, a, a collective hallucination. That's the difference between a ghost haunting and an actual spiritual presence. As I understand it, spirits are real, if such a term can be applied in regards to spirits, but ghosts, they're entirely our own creation. That was heavy. I don't know how well it came across in the recording I made, but we're all a bit shaken and weak feeling afterward. All I wanted to do was eat carbs, like donuts and pasta. So I bought a box of donuts and cooked a big pile of pasta for everyone. I wasn't the only one in need of fuel. Rachel was thankful. She said if there was ever any way she could repay us, let her know. I mean, she did give us some cash, not a heap but enough to keep us in donuts and pasta for a few more ghost encounters at the least. Still, it gives me heart. I really think that commitment breeds commitment. I can't think of anything Rachel could do for us just now, and I wouldn't want to endanger her and get her in trouble, but still, it makes me think. She has to be stopped. I don't want my friends getting hurt. What is my exit plan? Thank you for listening. Season 3 is the finale of the Exaplan story. This is my Exaplan. Book 1 of Exaplan is now available on Amazon. If you would like to help support the production of this and future works, please consider buying a copy or recommending it to a friend. Thank you to Hem Cleveland as Beatrice, Carly Nichols as Mary, Natalie Barron as Sasha, and Pip Hughes as Rachel. To keep up to date, follow at Gravity Undone on Twitter or Facebook and consider checking out our new shop where you can buy related merchandise.